Hey everyone, it's Sammy and Allison. And we're here with another week on the Woman of the Wise podcast talking about 2022 and the wild, crazy ride that it was. Yeah, what happened, man? Oh, what didn't happen, man? In the beginning, <laughs> in January. Can we even go back that far? When did we start our podcast? I guess that's the first question. Does that start in 2022? Great question. I can look that up for you. Introductions aside was published June 14th of 2022. That was like midway through the year? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. So what I've decided is, I've concluded that 2022 was like 64 lifetimes in one year. Yeah. So we really started getting Pelucity going in the beginning of the year, but it was like this quiet thing, just trying to lean into it really figuring each other out and how we work together. I think that's when you leaned into the manifesto part of the manifesting generator and said, we're going to do this thing. And then I said, do you want to do this thing? And then you said, yes. And then we did it. <laughs> we traveled, taught Reiki, taught soul Reiki, which was really exciting. That was an unexpected, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. We went and hugged people. <laughs> what was your favorite part of 2022, I guess? I was just thinking of that. I was thinking like, when did I feel like we were a company that was like more than just a little quiet thing we were discussing privately. And I think it was probably when we went to Virginia to do the expo there. I think that was in, I can't even remember when that was. That was the, that was my favorite moment. Cause I really was like, holy cow, like people want this. Like, this isn't just a thing you and I are discussing, you know, in your front room of your house, you know, on the futon. This is like (laughs) something we say where we're like, yeah, our main goal is to get these sanctuaries out there global. Like seeing actual people and maybe it's because we were in a different place too, you know, but like meeting new people, seeing actual people we've met online and hugging them and being around them and all of that. It was like we could do this, like this could be a thing. And then, you know, and then came the the summer of a million expos, which was a great, so many, <laughs> which was good and bad, good and bad. But yeah, this year I felt like was just like us testing and trying every single thing that a business owner can do, you know, just to see what actually works for us. Which is so perfect because you're a three, five and I'm a one, three. So experimentation, mm-hmm. guys, if you haven't figured out, I'm like obsessed with human design. I don't know where you've been, but what is so cool about that three line is it's all about experimenting. And I think that's why partly we work so, so well together is that we're not afraid to fail. Like we relish in the failure and the er- experimentation of that because it helps make us better and really is able to um, help refine our way of being constantly changing and stuff to really help us be the best that we can be for the community and you know everyone at large it's weird too because it's still business but it still doesn't feel like a business it feels like a this massive community we're creating I don't even know what to call it you know there isn't a word for it yet Ooh. There's probably a word in a book. We've got some books. I'll go look at those books for words. Is the, the book of words the dictionary? <laughs> no, it's um it's by Charles Einstein. Oh, a specific book. I see. Sacred Economics, I think it is. I just picked it up. I started reading it. I ordered it from the bookshop.org. I ordered three of the books like a million years ago, and they only sent me one. And I could never get the other two. And I was like, I guess I'm supposed mm-hmm. to just read this one. 
And then it, what happens is, I don't know if this happens to you, if I'm not supposed to read something or whatever, and it's not supposed to distract me, like the Faye just take it and it just gets lost in my house for a while. I just resurfaced and this and on the bookshelf, it's not like it moved anywhere. Just they were just like, you may not see this. And I was like, I've been looking at the book everywhere, man. And um, so I'm going to look into that because it really is, I think it's just going forward. And, and so much of why we got together is that we don't want it to feel like a corporation or like a business in that way. Mm-hmm. You know, we want it to be very inclusive and representing and also being able to sustain not just ourselves, but everyone we connect with, you know, and there's so many people out there doing that. Um, who are running their business and don't care about the profit. They care about sustaining lives. And I just love that concept so much because it's like reinvesting all of that, um, that net profit back into the company and sharing it with those who work with us, which we haven't gotten to yet. But one day when we get to the net profit level, Mm -hmm. it'll just be so fun to be like, here's end of year bonus. Ta-da! We all make And something that we're really interested in is, is not being exorbitant in that, but to be able to build the sanctuaries and all the other things, the camps, after school programs, the schools, all of that to allow us to really be free to follow our human design. And so much of that is bringing the tribe along with us, right? So much change. Like there's just so much expansion, I think, with every single one of us. And you know, I don't know if the rest of you have felt this way, but there have been some huge expansions that, you know, that frictional energy comes in and just shakes it all up and is really asks you to say, what do you stand for? Who are you? What does this mean? You know, really going deep within. And I think that's what a lot of what we did this year, like, who are we really? And what do we stand for? And there's so much to that. Um, and that was just such a, an incredible discovery. And how many people are so supportive? We have such a beautiful support mm-hmm. within the tribe and the circle and so many new people coming in all the time. And it's really so beautiful. I, you know, I, you know, there are so many people that we've worked with with this year and, you know, especially towards this magical tail end of the year, which I think has been even busier than the beginning, believe it or not, of really co-creating these ways of being and how we're expanding out into the things that bring us just so much joy. Like for, I love watching you get into a task or something that you just love, like the event planning, like, oh my gosh, like the event planning, the things that you've got, that you've been working on this year, prepping and putting together. Right. I mean, you guys, 2023 and beyond is just going to be like, this queen's going to fly. And I just get to like, come along. She just invites me along. (laughs) That's what I really feel like. It's so great. Right. The things that will be coming and, and the, and the connections. It's so sometimes it's almost a little overwhelming. Like now, like I'm like, like really starting to think about it, like all the beautiful people that we've met and how so many have grown and like how we're all going like different directions, which is really exciting. Um, I mean, what you worked with 127 people this year, and that's not even the all count of like every expo and right. Literally worked with a hundred, you know, 127. That's just Calendly stuff, you know? Oh yeah. In person. I think we were probably close to 500 people. I bet if we, if we sat down and tallied it all up in that way. Yeah. It's really, I just feel so blessed, like so many beautiful relationships and, you know, and I think something that is so magical is in the tribe, especially has just been so gracious and supportive with that growth 
for me personally, because it is, it is so incredible when you say, okay, I want to do this. This is what I want to do. This feels good to me. This is me or a part of me or my vision or my mission or any of that. People are like, yeah, 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 yeah. And they support you along the way. And then for this whole past, even two years, you know, has that healing of the wounds and the deep shadow work and the support. It's been amazing. Even though there are so many trials and tribulations and challenges that we went through together and separately. I mean, dang, you got married. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That was enormous, right? Like you lost two cars. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. One time we almost died. That that happened. I keep forgetting. It's really interesting because this is not something that anyone's done before. I don't know how to explain it. It's everything and then some. Yeah. We're mm-hmm. doing everything and then some. And completely not the way we're supposed to either, quote unquote, right? Yeah. I mean, I try to, people are like, oh, what's the, what's this pollution in life thing? And I'm like, well, you know, it's five different parts. And I, I take them through the spiel and they're like, don't you think that's a lot of things to try to do? And I was like, eh, it's the building blocks of a community. If you guess, if you see that as a lot of things, not for a manifesting generator, <laughs> y'all can do a lot of things. And I just, I love that so much. It's so inspirational because that dream is within my being. Right. And, and it's mm-hmm. so nice to, to pair up in that way as, 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 a, as, the, as another to birth it. I mean, that's, and that's kind of like what birth is all about. It takes more than one person to birth something, whether that be an idea or a human or whatever. It just feels right. I don't know. It always has. And I, I, you think, you know, how we met and how it was because of this idea of five pillars. Yeah, you know, and, and how there are so many people who are out there who really do believe that we should treat the whole body, the whole being. And that includes the planet because we're a part of that. By following our own unique frequency and, you know, our own rhythm and our own way and our own discovery to ourselves to what brings us joy and helps us feel satisfied in that way of the whole freaking reason we came down here we end up wanting to help each other in that way I don't know if I'm ever if I'm ever gonna over I don't know if you guys know this this podcast is really just for me and Sammy to look back in time yeah this year the tagline was finding our way home and I honestly can't remember but you you knew this would be a three season arc yeah and I can't remember what you said second season was gonna be I think third season is home found or something something like again to that but you kind of instinctively knew this would be like a three-year yeah survival of the tribe that's good we're gonna all talk about you know what it means to find yourself and work together and go deep in the chat of the people that are coming that we the well the people the people right it's 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 our tribe that matters and there's so many in our tribe oh that explains like so many why everything got rearranged (laughs) some of these people who are coming on in 2023 are our foundational sisters, right? Like they mm-hmm. are our breath, our fire, our heart, our voice, our mountain, right? Our wind, our water, and how each in their own unique way is as we weave that together to really ensure that the tribe survives and to support each other and how that means and what that means in our own design and and celebrating that uniqueness, you know, I'm going to branch out into like 50 other things because that's my jam. I'm supposed to investigate and experiment. Having the breath of a, of, a, of a circle of people to be like, yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, I'm into that. Yeah, let's try that. It's just, it's just going to grow exponentially. And there's going to be a time, you know, where we're going to look back and be like, remember when this was quiet? <laughs> because next year it's like all the weddings are going to start happening, all the corporate events. Mm-hmm that 
you know, for me, I think human design is going to be my jam for a little while. I think it's going to be one of those long-term experiments. Yeah. I can't wait for yours and Jared's podcast to come out. It's going to be beautiful. We're going to get to just, just talk about that. I can't wait to see the joy on your face. Yeah. Mostly because it'll be satisfying. I won't have to talk about it everywhere else. (laughs) I mean, maybe you will. I talk about astrology constantly. That's been, that's been the norm for me since I was 10 years old. I just can't not. If you find a system that's true and helps you make sense of the world, right? Then you, you want to share it with other people. You want to give other people that sense of peace and calmness and understanding. I mean, especially if it impact, it gave you power, you know, it gave you this power and this knowledge and it made you feel seen and it made you feel heard. And, you know, you want that. That's the main, that's, I would say a main characteristic of you is wanting other people to be like seen and loved, right? And and them to know that they're seen and loved. And I think human design did that for you. So for you, you're like, let me tell you about this thing. <laughs> and I think for you, how does this resonate? We're going to do this. Does it feel accurate that for you, it's about being trusted and valued? Not so much being like seen so much out there, but just being trusted and valued to just go and do whatever it is because yeah. everything you've done this year has been personal magnet. What does that resonate? Yeah. I mean, I think I had a meltdown you guys the day before Christmas um, on the way to go see my family because I was just getting inundated. It was Christmas Eve. I was getting inundated with all of these questions from other people. I had spent the whole morning prepping for my husband to have the best. He loves Christmas. So I was prepping for him to get all this stuff for his cookies and some toffee and and chip dip, which he loves and getting everything together and doing a grocery list. And I went out and did it because he's got no blubber on his body. So he gets super, super cold and he shivers. And I only thought that was something like cartoon characters did. I've never <laughs> seen a person shiver the way he shivers. So I went out and I got the food and I, and I got gas and came home and, you know, rushing around trying to get to my family's, which was like an hour away from us and getting the dog settled and all this and then I'm still getting all these messages from people and I'm like this is Christmas Eve like I'm a person like I know that because I'm a manifesting generator I can just get her done like you give me a task I've got it done you give me another task I've got it done you give me 27 tasks I've got it done you know like I know that that's how people see me is this like robot that just churns out tasks but I was I looked at him and I said I'm a person I'm still a person. I want to be, I want to be valued for more than just the things that I can get done for other people. That was like my major grief of the year coming from a parentage of teenage parents where I was always an obstacle for them. I've always been seen as like this thing that got in the way of their life kind of thing. And then, you know, in high school and middle school, I became this thing that does a bunch of stuff for other people. And then in college, I was this thing that gets really good grades and helps people teaches people how to get their work done, you know, and, or feeds these, you know, I used to, I had a group of dudes that I'd hang out with in college and I would feed them all, but I was always like a thing, a tool, a resource for people. I was never a human being until Allison. Allison was the first person who was like, hi, you're a human. And I was like, pretty sure not. (laughs) So I looked at James and I was like, I'm a human. Like you have to treat me. Like, I know you didn't ask for me to get all this stuff for you. Christmas I know you didn't but you saw me running around and doing it you could have said babe thanks tomorrow's gonna be great Mm -hmm. and he was like oh you're so right he's like I really I'm bad at that you know and it's just like I get it because as a manifesting generator I think Ra Uruhu is that how you say Mm -hmm. how you say his name 
Robert, Robert Allen, Robert Allen. I think, I think he had it right when he said that, you know, most people just view the generators as slaves. We're just the worker bees, right? We're just the slaves. That's how. Especially the manifesting generators. Cause you've got the gumption to go and do it. You act like a manifester. Yeah. So it's like, that's how I've always, and then, I mean, that's obviously a controversial thing to say as a white woman, um, right. but I don't mean it. I mean it more like people view me as, like I was saying, like a robot, right? Like just a little task robot. And then they forget that I'm a person who maybe wants to be checked in on or asked how I'm doing or mm-hmm. 95% of my conversations with people are what I can do for them. I watched it. I think that's why when we got together, it was so terrifying for so many people because we both coming together kind of created this boundary of you can't mess with her and you can't mess with her anymore because you helped me see how often I was being taken advantage of, whether that was on the other side of the fence, conscious or not, because like, I mean, sometimes we don't, we don't even know, like we're so, we act like our not self so much. We don't even really know what we're doing half the time. We think that we're doing this thing. I have a whole theory on that anyway, for another time when we get deep into the, into the realm of what I, I put together in a puzzle. There is, and that was like very jarring in the beginning because I, so many people would come up to me and tell me whatever their, they, their depth was really needed to, and there were good insights, right? Because it really helped me see like how I really was just spending so much time everywhere with everyone. I didn't rest. I didn't even know I was burnt out because I was like, oh my gosh, I remember the day you looked at my phone and you were like, you have over 200 messages. And then you watched me answer every single one. I was like, well, these people need me. And you were like, did you eat today? And I was like, I don't know. You're like, well, I know you haven't showered because <laughs> I've been here since you got up pretty much. And I was like, yeah. And remember, I like didn't have like, I was just like floating around. I couldn't, I didn't have time for my kids or anything in real life because I felt this calling, you know, this urge to just be there. And you were like, it's okay. People can wait. It's okay. And then when I started making that boundary, there was a lot of pushback, but then there was also so much of people like, yeah, you're making a boundary. And I was like, they're like, oh yeah. So it was like, so all these beautiful people stepped up to like, help me make that boundary. One of the most interesting things ever, like what I still love, even who's in charge. This is such a great question. Um, All of us. What? We all have our, we all have, we each have our own thing and I mean, we all understand like we're working with Kimberly now and she's like, yep, I'm just part of the circle. Like I understand Kimberly, I think Tabby, Kaylee, Lorna, like really understand. They're like, yep, we're just coming in. We're working in a circle. But that was so fun because they talked to me and I'm like, I don't know. That's her thing. They're like, wait, is she in charge? And I was like, I mean, for that part. Yeah. Because talk about anything like that. I'm like, well, I don't know. How come you don't know? I was like, cause I don't need to know everything. Right. I don't need to be an expert in everything. I just need to know this one little part that I like. It was really cool. Cause the people who push back on you not responding right away, it's been long enough now where I can reflect on that. They were kind of using you as a way to not do their shadow work, right? Not grow, not give themselves love, not, you know, you teach Amanda fish, she'll fish for life kind of thing. You know, they were just using you as a way to pump themselves up so they didn't have to like look at that or work on that. And it's been cool seeing the people who have pushed back on that or had the most issue with that. I'm like, I watched some of their stuff now. Yeah, they were mad about that, but dang, have they grown this year? Like, man, look at the, look at the quality of the things they're like producing or discussing or kind of sad. I mean, I'm sure... For you, because you're much more emotional than I am. I'm sure you're like, oh, but I've missed those people. But at the same time, for me, I'm like, 
you help people even when you don't mean to help people. Like you help people by helping you. And it was like very easily demonstrated to me this year that self-care and boundaries is like one of the best things you can do for the collective because those people didn't have that crutch anymore. You had your sanity back. Well, you know, as much as a mom of two can have their sanity back who's running two businesses. (laughs) Right, right. Well, and I think really leaning into especially what I love and adore so much about our relationship and how this has grown is that you really do let me be me. And there's, you know, and, and I realize, and especially, I, I don't know, something about that accident was everything. Mm-hmm. You know, you always, people always talk about how to have these moments. Like the funny thing is, it's like not our, collectively, the three of us, that is not our first time NDE either. We've all had other, bees had at least two. Jared's had at least one. I've had at least three, mm-hmm. maybe more. Sometimes I don't remember, you know what I mean? Cause I'm just like, <laughs> Wee! that happened way back there. Okay. But it really shifted everything, I think. And that's how I knew it was like a, in that major moment. Like I just knew, I was like, oh, I've been, I've been, I've been working towards this test for a long time. That's what it felt mm-hmm. the second it started. And so strange too, because for like weeks afterwards, people would just be talking to me and they'd be like, you don't remember that? I was like, I don't know if you know this, but um, I was like, my car flipped four times. Like yeah. my brain did some things. I'm like, oh, right. Because we didn't have any like truly physical. I mean, we should have been killed anyway, but yeah. that, you know, and so even now there's still some residualness to that, but that really opened up us to just be like, yeah. And how you really, you know, like you and like the, the core, like really stood and we're like, okay, let's just be supportive and however that is. And, but it did, it pushed, I think it pushed us too, because I was like, hi, can you call me? <laughs> it was like 5am for you in Michigan. Like, so for those of you who don't know Allison very well, or don't know about the accent or her listening in the future, a couple of things have happened quite unfortunately with the maze this year. I think, I don't know. I think that was last year when Jared and I got into a little fender bender and by a little fender bender, I mean, uh, I had to get a totally new car. Um, so that happened in 2020. And yeah. then Allison, you had to get your car worked on, right? And it took forever to get it back. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, that all happened. And then you got it back. And then we were driving home from coffee with friends. It was rainy and there was flaggers in the road just randomly. Like all of a sudden we came up a hill and down the hill there was like flaggers and things happening. And we had to stop pretty abruptly. And we didn't even, there wasn't even a car behind us. And the next thing you knew, these teenage girls were just crashing in the back of Allison's car, which is thankful that her car was there because there was an oncoming semi. But of course, this was like two months after she got her car back, finally, finally had a car and these girls crashed into the back of it. And at like 40 miles an hour, somehow the Subaru was mostly fine. And then my dad died right after that, too. Your dad passed. And then the Alabama accident, the accident, the, you know. Bishop went back back in the hospital right before then. Yeah. Bishop went back into the hospital um with his Crohn's disease and a few other things he's got going on um and then he got out of it and they were going to see this beautiful healer in Alabama and then on the way home they were night driving a deer pops up in the middle of the road their car flips four times there's no way if you see these pictures there's no way that they should have survived and they all three did (laughs) and then that was the week before my wedding And then the night of my wedding, as Jared was driving home, a tree branch just randomly fell from the sky onto his car and destroyed his car. So they went from two cars to zero cars in a matter of like 
three days or whatever it was. Seven days, yep. It's been quite the year <laughs> for accidents. So amazing too. Well, and then like, and then you really like know how you're blessed, right? Our, like our beautiful friends in town were like, we don't really use this car here, use it. So for two months, you guys, we mm-hmm. used this car so Bishop, or Bishop could get to school, Penelope could get to school, Derek could get to work. Like it was wild. And I, I just put it around at home. Sam would have to come pick me up when we needed to go anywhere, like, you know, work or whatever we were doing. Cause then we also were tutoring with the kids. Like it was really busy, but yeah, I really think like that, like, it's really now we're kind of like, you know, we're like the three month mark, the three month mark where it's really going to mm-hmm. look back. Like my brain is back mostly, but you your hearing still. Um, yeah, which also coincides with human design. So my left ear is, has been deaf since then pretty much with the nerve damage. It's actually getting better every day. We actually did a Reiki share. What was it like last week? I think so. A week ago. Oh my God. Time. And Sammy was working on me. And I thought like, even before I went to lay down, I thought I was going to puke. I was like, I'm having vertigo. This is so weird. And then she, I watched her kind of sway. And then like, and then I was at, I was gone. I got up and you're like, so your ear. And I was like, yeah. And I saw her, like, we both were like, are we going to throw up? Can we stand up? Can we do this? And then I was done for like two days. Mm -hmm. So that's healing, but that was all part of human design because I'm supposed to listen with my right ear. That's in my channel, in my design chart to listen with my third, my third ear, listen with my third ear. No, this is not a third eye. It's a third ear. You guys. (laughs) Excellent. 3d hearing. You're forgetting that. It's crazy. Mm -hmm. I had that brain bleed. Oh, that's also when I realized how much energy I could channel. You guys want to learn how to trans channel and you need, you need, you need a, a coach to help you. It's real fun. It's basically like body doubling. We sit, you kind of open your channel up and I open my channel up and I just ask you questions and you, it works really great for uh, generators and manifesting generators because they have that sacral. Anyone who's got that sacral, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, it's like instantaneous. Emotional, it's a little different, but that's what I've been doing too. I realized this whole time is helping people sustain the energy of that open channel because I didn't realize that I was like this all the time <laughs> my doors never closed man I was like come <laughs> on in the aisles but you realize that's all like come through oh and we did that amazing um ceremony with Kaylee oh my god you guys Kaylee from Magpie Moonchild did this preparing for the return of the light ceremony I don't do rituals I don't do ceremony but she laid it out and she said, I'm inviting you to do this meditation and this healing. And I was like, yes, I do. And then I actually wrote it all down and did the bay leaf and everything. But like, really, because it was like taking a moment to reflect on stuff. One of the founding members of Say Unistay, our consciousness pillar. It's very awesome. She came in and has been my mountain since the moment we first met. And Lorna. And it's so funny because we always talk about we were, we're on different sides of the ocean, right? Right, mm-hmm. Sammy and I are over here and like Lorna and Kaylee are over there, right? Well, and Brett too, of course. All the other all the other people. There's so many. Our tribe is so beautiful. You always say, well, if we were together, we wouldn't do anything done. And I was like, that's what Kaylee says too. If we were all hanging out, we wouldn't say, we wouldn't do what we're supposed to do. We'd be like, all right, we'll just be content. <laughs> We'd create our little oasis and be like, all right, well, that was fun. But we really are here because we want to do more we feel called to I mean there are things that we're putting together friends and we've learned along the way too to be quiet about it because we've watched what happens when we're not and sometimes that's okay um, but there are some precious things that we've been nurturing and and growing on and 
and really are putting so many hours of work and, and intention and magic into that. There's others that have come along the way to help us really work through that and we'll be in and out, but like, it's a movement. Like the sanctuaries are happening and there are so many people worldwide who are saying yes in our preps. And I still talk to hundreds of people a day, maybe not hundreds. That's an exaggeration. If I include all the like non-human entities, tens of people a day. Yeah. There's a core group of people who are really, really set to do whatever it takes and believe and trust in this thing, you know, for themselves, for their families, for their communities. Their passion is just beautiful. I just feel really lucky. I really do. We get to do this podcast. I'm going to do like other podcasts. I'm the hypnosis thing, human design, of course, people <laughs> traveling. Sam is a great traveling partner, you guys, just in case you didn't know. Well, thanks. So are you. You do all the driving. I like that about you. I love driving. <laughs> but now there's like rules. I don't drive after 10. Yeah. You need to take breaks and let other people yeah. drive sometimes. Yeah. I can drive all day, just nighttime. I'm- I'm just saying maybe it's nice for you to not have to drive the whole way. Are you going to invite me? Are you invite me and take a break? Yeah, I do. I feel like I do every time. Sometimes um, you say no. no, sometimes you say yes. I do. Sometimes I do. I do. I'm getting better about it. What are we doing in 2023? We have, I want to say three finder paths coming up. You're teaching Reiki three twice this year. You're teaching Reiki one and two, I believe twice this year, maybe three times this year. Um, and then you've got soul Reiki happening this year as well. And then of course the journey to joy, which is our cool new mentorship program. Allison does her own private mentoring. I'm starting in on astrology this year, which is pretty wild to finally do that. We're doing three fine year paths. I love this. You guys. So our Sammy's like the master scheduler. She's like the fate that makes sure that the, that the, everything gets actually woven correctly and that can happen. And so I'm a chaos wild animal, and I like just don't. It's just I'm. It's so weird because we talk about this all the time, but it's like leaning in. She helps me with not being not getting stuck in toxic flow. Like people talk about that, like to to come down to the real world in that way, which is and like put together helps me put together ways to like ensure that I keep a human schedule because that's really important. And then I help her go, remember we had to do that? Let's do this instead. And then she leans in and goes, mm-hmm. and then off we're going. But she wrote, she actually wrote a handwritten schedule for me that I keep in my little wallet that I look at. And people go, what about this date? And I go, pardon me. I have to look at my piece of paper because my phone doesn't count. It's like not real to me. Sarah's getting married this year, next year. Oh. Yes. There's going to be places everywhere. We're really, we're coming to a town near you. Yeah. <laughs> Find us, invite us. I want to hug every single person. That's my goal. And it doesn't have to be a find your path. It doesn't have to be a Reiki. We can create a retreat or anything you want to do for your friends. That's kind of what we love to do is throw community parties for people. So we've started in the very beginning stages of just talking about doing some stuff with some other people to create these retreats. I don't want to talk about it too much because nothing's in stone yet. Just think of places like Europe, Iceland, Hawaii, Costa Rica. Like we can go anywhere and do anything. Sure can. Shiesta. 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 Gotta go to Shiesta and see that beautiful artist who does, who codes like Nancy. 
Yeah. They're like 10 feet tall. Mm. Beautiful. So yeah. And so next season is the survival of the tribe. The tribe survives. I don't know. I'll think of some. Finding our way home. You'll have a beautiful home related, <laughs> tribe related thing that you'll just flutter out of your mouth. Yeah, but we're like eating day. ramen together. I love you. I love you too. And I love everyone who's come along the way. It's been yeah. a it's been a great journey. Thanks for sticking with us. <laughs> yeah. I'm like Sayuna say is always home, you guys. And that includes pellucidity or pellucidity, whatever, however you want to call it. It does not, literally it doesn't matter. That's the point of the pillars is that you come and you learn and you do like, dude, you guys, 2023, like my brother's coming on board, I think. And he's like magical. If you want to meet a magical human being who will help change your life, that's my brother, Greg Bell. He's like one of the most incredible humans I've ever met. And we're like related by blood. It's crazy to me. Um, But he's been doing very deep work, getting his... um, certification and degree in this very particular I can't even really explain it it's horrible I'm the worst and it's like amazing like almost like psychotherapy but better it's really intense he's has a mentor he's got classes he's been doing all of that now he's starting group sessions we're gonna put something up together so that'll be in 2023 it's gonna be awesome Woohoo! herbalists like the pillars mm-hmm. are starting to flush out so if you're hearing this and you're like oh this calls to me I invite you man I invite and encourage you to connect with us. We're still, it's still in the beginning stages and you know, the end of 2022, like all things takes time. But if you feel that call connect, reach out. I'm totally your projector. I invite you to do that. If you're a, if you're a generator, a sacral generator, how does that feel? (laughs) Your emotional response, you know, manifesting generator, generator, um, come back. In a week and listen to this again and see if it feels the same or different mm-hmm. reflectors see you in a month <laughs> 28 days man 28 days later that's what the that's really what it is that's right? the real movie yeah <laughs> only the reflectors survive because they're like we waited this out <laughs> thank you so much for listening you guys we cannot wait to get the next season of podcast out to you And we will see you next time. Thanks for letting us waffle.